0: Hey, this is Vanessa Sunshine. Hi, this is Alicia. Hi, I'm Georgia Love. I'm
1: Osha Ginsburg. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, you are on the Bachelor of Hearts podcast.
0: What do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know. I skip three years worth of lectures just to binge watch awful shows. There must be some scholarship for accruing worthless knowledge It's my only talent,
1: honey That are losing money
0: Let your excess hex debts rest And then just join us while we start On our bachelor, bachelor
1: Welcome back to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast, the Bachelor Australia podcast that asks the question, would it be an objectively better show if his name was Nimmy (laughs) Drickelson? What do you think? What about Jiminy Crickelson? Look, we haven't seen any of the show as it is just yet, so it's a little Mm -hmm. hard to judge, but uh, let's give it a shot. Why not? really seems uh, indisputable at this point. My name is Max Quinn. Joining me for another 2021 Bachelor preview episode is Xavier Obecki-Noonan. Hi, Xavier. Hello, Max. We're doing another
0: preview. (laughs) It feels insane. But they released another like 60
1: seconds worth of content. So what are we supposed to do? Just sit on our hands? We can't do it. This is an exciting time. We are on the eve of a new bachelor season. We have now seen five, maybe even six glorious minutes of preview content. More on that soon. And we will also soon meet some of the women vying for Jimmy's attention as he smiles wide and stares a hundred kilometers down the lens of the batchy camera. But before we get there, Xavy, today, we are gonna get to know Jimmy through a different kind of lens. Now It has been said many times by many people that even the blindest of squirrel will occasionally stumble upon an acorn. It is the law of the universe that sometimes you are just Johnny on the spot. Every so often in life, you will be presented with an opportunity through virtually uh, no hard work or even impetus of your own. And this week, friends, we are as blind as squirrels as they come here on the BOH pod because we have a special guest who is here To help us foreground this season by leaning into some personal experience, that's right, in just a couple of minutes, we will be joined by someone who has participated in romance question mark with Jimmy. Uh, I was introduced to this person recently. We will call her a friend of a fiance. She is a cool and funny and successful woman, as you will soon discover. Uh, And also, it so happens that she went on some dates with The Bachelor once upon a time. But before we do meet her, Xavi, we have a little bit of table setting to do. As a family, I think it is important that we're caught up on all six batchy trailers so that when we do speak to our new friend, who we're going to call Lucy, we're all on a level playing field. And Xavi, I know you've done extensive research on what's going on with these promos. So last week we thought we'd pretty much
0: covered everything, right? Like we did our little bonus episode that we traditionally like to do. We talked about the couple of promos, but 10 seems to be doing the unthinkable this year and actually like promoting the show pretty well. I think particularly it's really surprising. Yeah. I mean, I, I imagine what it is, is they have probably cut their outdoor marketing spend by quite a lot because the number of people being outdoors at the moment is, uh, is substantially lower. Mm. Um, but yeah, we're seeing a lot like with there seems to be something new to look at online pretty much every day now.
1: So so my question about that is like uh, if the outdoor marketing spend, even if it has been cut, why are you doing if you are have the proprietary rights to The Bachelor? Why aren't you doing this before now? Yeah, I've never really understood that. I The only Mm-mm. thing I can think is
0: that. Uh, you know, they don't want to confuse the messaging because they're also launching Survivor right now. They're also trying to True. get the ratings from the end of MasterChef. Like, you know, it's True. probably just prioritizing whatever resources they have and um, trying not to crowd the marketplace. But yeah, yeah. particularly like for, for people who just follow, like we don't, I don't really watch a lot of actual TV, but I follow The Bachelor and Bachelorette on socials and like those pages were dead for months and months.
1: True, true. And uh, this is a nice, fertile time for us. Yes, absolutely. Uh, So
0: there are three new trailers um, that have been released since the last time we spoke. Let's begin. Let's go through them chronologically. I would love to. The first one is called The Bachelor Australia Meet Chanel.
1: So, yeah, first of all. Is it, sorry, can I just clarify, M-E-A-T or uh, M-E-E-T? Uh,
0: it, you know what? It, it actually says the Bachelor Australia Meat Channel. And instead of airing on Channel 10 <laughs> this year, it's going to be on the cooking network.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've got, to, you've got to join Meat Plus. <laughs> That's
0: right, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're, we're learning about this contestant that we haven't met yet on any of the previous um, uh, previews called Chanel or Channel. We, it actually remains to mm. be seen. I don't know. Um, she's given the privilege of her own promo, which I think is worth talking about. I assume it's because this grand entrance that we see in this promo is such a scene stealer. Chanel is a flight manager, and so we're treated to a rapid-fire onslaught of puns. There is unexpected turbulence. There is destination true love. There is making Jimmy's heart sore. And we also see Chanel has props galore. I could not believe how hard they went on creating this scene. She has a corded in-flight phone handset. There are two reclining plane chairs. There's a cart, one of the little push trolleys, Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. has in it an ice bucket and champagne and glasses. And I assume tiny little Dr. Peppers and things of peanuts. This is the whole season's budget right here. Right! It's a huge production and, you know, given how much effort goes into this moment and given, obviously, the fact that she's given her own promo, you would have to assume she's going to stick around for at least a handful of episodes, right? One would
1: think, yeah. And uh, I would say mm, we're not going to Byron Bay for the finale, you know? Uh, right. So, so let's spend that money on the um, charcuterie. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like this is a signpost
0: of her journey potentially going one of a few ways Mm. it's not it's not out of the question that she will end up like abby chatfield who's i'm an astronomer i'm a gemini promo uh you know swept the internet presumably still haunts her to this day Mm. but who ended up in the final two so you know it's not like this thing discounts you from winning or, or from doing really well but if i had to guess and I'm not basing this off a lot, but if I had to guess about Chanel, I would say it's probably more likely that she will fall into the Rosemary camp. Oh, yes. You, you remember Rosemary, who's promo focused on her penguin costume? Yes, I do. And, like, you know, Rosemary is great. We really liked her. We were sad to see her go. She stayed long enough to outlast the, like, one-note sort of gimmicky characterization. She wasn't just a penguin, even though that's kind of still <laughs> how we <laughs> refer to her. <laughs> Rosemary the Penguin, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yes, uh, but not you know she didn't stick around long enough to really make a run for the top spot. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling that Chanel might fall into that category, but it sort of remains to be seen. But I do think it's I, it, it is interesting that she is the only one, at least until now, and we put this episode out in a day or two, and are proven wrong. She's the only one who's been given an individual promo.
1: It is interesting. I wonder if the angle of he's a pilot. She's a flight attendant, is sure. strong enough in and can they, of itself. Can they make it any more obvious? Right. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Yes. Yeah, okay. So that's what's happening with Chanel in promo number one. The only other thing that I would like to flag, mm-hmm. they seem to have bought the proprietary rights for Love Lift Us Up where we belong. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this has been yeah. since the first promo, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Final five seconds of every promo that you see and maybe... Mm. Who can say uh, we're going to get one of those Neighbors-style intros or um, like real-world-style intros? I've been watching the real world in lockdown.
0: Oh, I want to watch the real world. I haven't seen it. Let's talk about this next trailer. This trailer is called The Most Romantic Bachelor We've Ever Had. And it aired on the 13th of July. And let's talk about it. The title and the thesis of this promo, The Most Romantic Bachelor We've Ever Had. Is that quantifiable? I want
1: to ask this question first. Mm-hmm. The title, The Most Romantic Bachelor We've Ever Had, mm-hmm. is it followed by any punctuation?
0: Ooh, because if there's a question mark, it's a substantially different message to if there isn't, right? Changes
1: everything. Yeah, let me And check. if there's a comma, someone's fucked up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Most Romantic Bachelor We've Ever Had, No
1: Punctuation. Okay, we are punctuationless. Which is as good as a full stop, if you ask me. I think so. In modern parlance, mm, mm. it's less aggressive for certain. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Thank yeah. you.
0: Thank you for being chill, Channel Ten.
1: Yeah, we appreciate that. And uh, yeah, you two. What is it? Warner Southern Star Endemol. I've forgotten. It's been so long. It is Warner. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the most romantic bachelor we've ever had. It's that feels a little questionable
0: to me. I don't know if they're admitting defeat or failure on the past of the previous seasons. But also, I just don't know, what does that actually... I mean, the idea is that it doesn't
1: really mean anything, so you can't really disagree, right? Right. How do we justify that we have had eight seasons of the show and they have only just found the most romantic man?
0: And the only thing I could think of is the way that they mean the most romantic bachelor they've ever had is, like, he is the most reactionary towards
1: the Industrial Revolution and the aristocratic social and political norms of the Age of Enlightenment. I have a feeling that we're going to learn a lot about Jimmy on this episode, and it would not surprise me to learn that he has some amount of uh, affiliation to the aristocrats.
0: Uh... <laughs> the aristocrats?
1: Goodness. Nope.
0: <laughs> I have to assume he is the most romantic bachelor since Lord Byron before he met <laughs> Mary Shelley. <laughs>
1: Good. Good. Yes. Um, is, is Jimmy a goth?
0: Ooh, that's an interesting question. I Mm. don't see a lot of signs pointing to it. That would have been... I mean, maybe we should ask our guest about that. Anyway, the other important thing about this trailer, maybe the most important thing about this trailer, Mm. is that this is our official first glimpse of Jimmy on a boat, which is a crucial aspect of this show. We do not need to tell our listeners this. Jimmy even says in voiceover that he knows the waterways of the northern beaches of Sydney like the back of his hand. And we see him on at least two other types of boat in this trailer. Uh, And then this unnamed contestant narrates, he's like Superman. There's nothing he can't do. He's driving a boat. He's flying a plane. Who is this guy?
1: Xavi, this is going to be a, a rich season for us, I think. This, yes. is, this is rich text for both dates, and uh, we were certainly lacking, I think, in the last year or two, but You're right. I'm really excited to get the seagull sound effect back out. Oh, I can't wait to see it.
0: <laughs> so that is uh, the second trailer, the most romantic Bachelor we've ever had. Let's talk now about your first look at The Bachelor Australia Season 9 which is, of course, I think our fifth look now at The Bachelor Australia Season 9. Chronology is unimportant. Doesn't make sense. Uh, This one aired on Thursday the 15th of July. And we hear a familiar voice at the top of this promo. And the familiar voice says, Buckle up, Australia. And that voice belongs to none other than Osher Ginsburg. At which point I realise that he hasn't been doing the other promos.
1: Very odd, isn't it?
0: They have who I think... In my limited knowledge of what goes on on Channel 10 the rest of the time, I think this is their normal
1: person or one of their stable. Yeah, um, they have their, like, um, neighbor's woman.
0: Yes, that's right. Yeah. But I think, I think bringing in Osher at this point is, like, a subtle way of just ramping up the buildup of excitement just a little bit more. You know, they're doing this in stages. Yep. It's like a planned rollout, and it feels like we're coming home. It is so welcome. And Osha starts doing some of the most classic Osha shit you've ever heard. I feel like maybe he was given a pass at the script for this one. I know these things are developed by committee, but like this just feels like so uh, crucially Osha. He is sprinkling in some more puns. He's saying, Jimmy's on the runway to romance and Mm -hmm. cleared for takeoff. It's just perfect. We see. This is your montage. This is your pretty classic, like, here is most of the stuff we're going to see this season type of montage. We mm. see some contemplative solo motorcycling where it's like he's staring off into the distance, but he's also soaring off into the distance. Yep. That or, that would have worked better if it was like a plane. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, he's also in a gang. Yes. Yeah. Maybe he it, oh. Another, another great question for our guest. It's guests. a really good question for our guest. Definitely make sure we ask it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, we've got your classic, like, dangling off a roof and scared of heights type of date. There mm-hmm. is a hot air balloon being fired up. Uh, these are truly, like, they could be uh, just production... Uh, what, what's the word? Stock Magic? film. Oh, okay. Stock film at this point. Mm. Uh, like, they could have cut this together from previous seasons and no one would be the wiser, I think. Um, but then... This is the, the shit I'm really excited about. We okay. see a beautiful, gorgeous, stunning, iconic black and white dog jump up onto the end of a surfboard. I want to know everything about this dog. Is it yeah. an intruder? Does it get its own episode? Is there like a mini dog version of the batch pad that the dog gets Aww. to live in? Oh, I would love that. Wouldn't that be it was, nice? It's
1: the batch kennel. <laughs> Give the dog a spin-off. I, so, yeah, look, we want the dog to have a spin-off. We also love that it can hang 10. Oh, yeah. This is if a well-trained you have a dog, dog. and it can't hang 10, take it back. Yeah, I thought you were going to say it has to be put down. <laughs> Jesus. I thought about it, uh, and, yep. then thought and then
0: I thought I have more for me tact to do it than instead. that. Yep. yep. Great. Perfect. Um, there are also shots of dramatic cocktail party scenes uh, where it looks like it's one dramatic cocktail party, but really it's like, all of the interesting moments from all of them put together. Uh, we see Jimmy asking a woman to leave and then a lot of other women reacting tearfully to presumably various different things. Um, I have to say my overwhelming takeaway from this trailer mm. is that for some reason they seem to be, they, they appear to be putting in maximum effort to make this seem exactly the same as every other like season of the show. Yes. Um, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I remain optimistic, perhaps naively, that, you know, it it would make sense if they had any curveballs to not drop them just yet. 100%. And to keep them interesting within the context of the show,
1: because the people who are going to watch it are going to watch it, and the people who aren't going to watch it are probably not going to watch it. That's it. So what you're targeting, I would guess, as a marketing person here are mm. uh, the casuals who will come in on night one mm. and you're hoping to hook them for the rest of the season so what you want to do is show the moments of high drama um for example right the the best example of this i would say is angie's undercover brother yes. in uh episode one of her bachelorette season yeah right throughout the previews we knew the undercover brother is coming how is this going to play out? And it's like, this is the hook that's going to get us And we're in on it, and we in. know yeah, yeah.
0: the secret that they don't know and that kind of right, stuff. Right, exactly,
1: yeah. So I imagine,
0: given what we're given here, there probably isn't a twist like that on Night One. There'll be some kind of, like, you know, white rose or whatever it is. The rose to the garden of forbidden forests. <laughs> right, something like that. Yeah. Um. But I also, there is a fear in my heart. Mm-hmm. Heights. Um, but also <laughs> <laughs> <snakes>. um, <laughs> um dying alone. Um yeah, good No, good. I I there is a fear in my heart that they will try to make this season of The Bachelor as safe and conservative a season as possible, especially given a the somewhat more adventurous Bachelorette season that is coming later this year. Mm. Which is weird because you would think, given the outpouring of positive response to that, that they would you know try and at least convince you that something interesting was gonna happen on this one but but mm. i I do imagine that they're like trying to please the heartland you know Bachelor Australia supporters with this um mm-hmm. I also feel like last year last year both seasons had like a pretty big ratings drop, yep. so. I imagine there were some budget cuts and I feel like just doing a safe season. Like this is what we were talking about last year, particularly with Bachelorette is like, they were just trying to get something across the finish
1: line. They had to just get a product out.
0: Right. Yeah. And that may also be the case here. Maybe they're like, we're putting the A team on uh Bachelorette because that's the one we really have to fucking think about and get right. And mm. bachelor, even though it traditionally rates better, that's the thing that, that I'm tossing up is like, more people usually tune in for Bachelor anyway, so you would Definitely. want that to be the premium product.
1: Yeah, I mean, this, this is where you go where the people are and you meet them on their level. In this case, and we have seen in one season, I think Sophie Monks, The Bachelorette, Potentially outrated The Bachelor, mm. or at least drew very close to I think to so, yeah. 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 So we're at that point now where if you are dealing with a limited amount of resources, but I would also say they probably roll these crews back to back. I don't think you have an A team and a B team for these. Maybe you're right. These, yeah. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Um, from the limited TV experience that I have, you would have an A team and a B team, but they would roll in on 24-hour basis. Sure. Yeah, I'm thinking about it more within the context of, like, um, you know, in
0: 2002, when the Walt Disney Company was working, w- released both Lilo and Stitch and Treasure Planet. And now, Treasure Plan- I don't know
1: the second one. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, that's the thing. Treasure Planet was the one that they put a whole bunch of money into. They were like, this is going to be a hit. Same directors as, like, The Little Mermaid and, uh, you know, other, like, big hits. Hercules. Mm-hmm. Um uh aladdin so they're like great you guys have all the budget you want make this kind of crazy movie and meanwhile we're gonna get a smaller team they're gonna work on a little passion project that you know we will put some marketing behind and just kind of see how it goes and that ended up being the film that endured that was more popular at the time and even now is the film that most people will stump for 20 years later hmm That's the context that I was thinking of, but I think you're probably right in that TV and obviously non-Walt Disney animated
1: features uh, may work in a slightly different way. I think that this might be exactly what the the main... Did you call the mainland? <laughs> yeah, the heartland, I think is yeah. what I said. I don't know the- if that's
0: like some Americanism of being like, oh, it's the flyover
1: states or whatever. I'm not right. trying to be classist. I don't know what... It's just a word that came to mind. This hits the heart of Bachelor country, is what I'm saying, and I'm fine with that if it is the case, because what that's going to do, hopefully, is going to drag more people into the Brooke Blurton season, and so what I would suspect is going to happen here is that we are going to have a season that is overall fine if i was in control of what was happening at baqi hq this is what i would be stumping for
0: that is a great way to frame it in the sense that i was thinking like oh another fucking conservative boring season but that's Mm-mm. that you're right that's what we need so the other crucially important thing that dropped throughout this week that we absolutely must talk about <laughs> Uh, you don't know what this is. Uh, the, uh, the hotly anticipated and much awaited Bachelor Premiere Party Pack has dropped on template.com.au. This is your one-stop shop for Bachelor Bunting and Listeners. little cutout cardboard pocket oshes. I'm covering my hands and my face. This is important. This is part. Like the scream. This is part of their spend every year. Is that you know? Here's one thing I've noticed, right? And this is a tangent. They're not doing the sides of buses. Yeah. True. True. They're doing the back of buses, and if you ask me, that's probably half the price because it's half the real estate. But. While we're talking about their marketing spin, which I think is a really great thing for us to go into as much detail and speculation on as possible. I think,
1: yeah, rampant speculation is mm. is what we prefer mm. here on the BOH pod.
0: But, like, effort goes into these things. You know, they have a graphic design team who, I, I guess, have nothing else happening at this point. I don't understand that. Um, they're probably the same team who, like, I'm, again, speculating, the team who, like, edits the photos for their Instagram. Like, you know, they have people take photos on set and then they post them. Sure whilst the thing's airing. Anyway, Mm -hmm. so we have the Bachelor Bunting. You know, we have the things that we would expect to see year after year, season after season. These are the things that uh, someone at your office prints on, like, shitty A4 paper, and then nobody does anything with, because when they're printed out, they're, like, two inches big. Uh, We have, let's see Yeah, we have, like I said Pin the Rose on the Bachelor Good stuff um, Which is a game that I guarantee Zero people around Australia are playing on the Night of (laughs) Bachelor I might be wrong I might be wrong Uh, We got the Pocket Osher We got the Pocket Jimmy But the thing I wanted to spotlight um, Is that we have Bingo We have Night One Bingo Where they have offered us A series of things that might happen Mm. Now, this is being handed to us by the people who control the document,
1: you know, the, okay. the, the piece. So, this is rife for speculation.
0: Right. This is hints. This is real hints from people who know. So, you know, some of it, I guess, you might imagine will happen. For example, uh, a bachelorette cries. Like, Great. that doesn't take a huge leap. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a bachelorette, quote, literally can't, I guess. Drama kicks off at the cocktail party. My God. That's a, almost a little open-ended. You might just interpret that you as can like, can cross no, that off right now. They're having a heated debate. It's not drama. They're, yeah. uh, it's a discussion. Look, they're um, talking
1: about capitalism, and capitalism is complicated. Right. It's
0: worth pulling apart as well. I'm mm-hmm. glad to see it on air. Yeah. Um, but then we have a bachelorette jokes about Sparks, quote, flying. Now, I haven't seen that pun anywhere else but I guarantee that's going to come up on night that's one. That's in the show. Because they wouldn't. <laughs> imagine the intern who came up with it as like, we're going to trick people. I don't think so. I think that's in the show. <laughs> I think that's in the show. Good. Everyone squeals after Rasha says something. Sure. Uh, uh, a bachelorette is certain they are getting a rose tonight. Sure. Uh, but here's one that I can't imagine happening at all. Mm. A bachelorette arrives in a crane?
1: No. That doesn't seem accurate. I don't see that. The, what, that doesn't make any sense at no, all. No, I mean there would have to be a, a whole. I mean, they would really have to Jimmy rig it, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, they would.
0: Uh, the only other one that I want to just spotlight. Uh, this is the this is the one that made me want to talk about this. Mm. Is there is one that comes up that says Jimmy starts flying
1: a plane? Okay. Is night
0: one gonna go that badly? Well, that so he it. has to bail?
1: That he's like, peace out. Right. And and bounces mm-hmm. to the... I mean, is there a, a landing strip on... Are you asking about his... <laughs> Bachelor Mansion land? Oh, I thought you were asking about his privates. No, no, no. We'll get to that later. Yeah, maybe. No, we won't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, it would be incredible if they filmed this on the tarmac. Hey. If they... Okay, if the hook for this season... And I realize it's probably too late. Yeah. Although they could do some reshoots, they got a few days. Yeah, get some time. If they if they film the entire season on a tarmac mm. with a plane there, mm. so Jimmy can scoot
1: whenever he wants. This I love. The stakes are a hundred times higher. This is it, you know, and like literally forty thousand times higher. <laughs> I love this podcast. <laughs> okay xavi it is time we are caught up on the source material we are now ready to make a new friend as we do love to do here on the boh pod and it is important to say here yes we are about to speak to someone who might have gone on some dates with jimmy but i would like to offer these caveats and and conditions before us going any further it was some time ago I am told it is water under the bridge, and for the love of God, please do not put the kettle on. This is not piping hot tea. If anything, uh, we are here to serve you a nice iced chai. We are not here for it, right? Uh, Frankly, not our
0: business. Yeah, I mean, we're not even really that interested, I don't think. I I can imagine, you know, some people within the uh, broader bachelor ecosystem or reality tv show sort of world feeling temptation to dig around and stuff like that it's really i don't <laughs> i don't care it's not it's not that kind of podcast
1: yeah for sure and look we are not looking to breach uh anyone's boundaries when it comes to life before the show certainly um signing up to have a bunch of very visible relationships on Uh, television, uh, is one way of inviting people into your romantic space, but we don't want to go any further. Keep it classy. You know, people go on dates. It's 2021. Get over it. Get vaccinated by Microsoft listeners. Please (laughs) say a huge bachelor of hearts. Hello to our new friend of the show, Lucy. Hi, Lucy.
2: Hi. Thanks for having me.
1: We are so happy to have you. Look, I wonder if the best thing to do is just to cover off a little bit of the context right now and only to the extent that you are comfortable sharing. Sure. How do you know this man?
2: (laughs) That's a good question. (laughs) Um, I was introduced to him through a mutual friend. um, And then I guess from there, as they say, the rest is history and quite evidently so, as it quickly moved on. Uh, (laughs) um, No, but we went on a couple of dates. Um, Yeah, I guess that's kind of the extent of it. There's nothing too, I guess, outrageous. Um, It's a very much Sydney boy meets Sydney girl kind of story and the rest is history.
1: And listeners... Come with us here, okay? And please take this for what it is. As you can hear, not a big deal. Sydney boy meets Sydney girl. Something to be taken with the clear sense of humour that Lucy is offering up to you. Uh, And we're not here to breach anyone's trust, but we are here to have some fun. And this is a really unique position to be in.
0: Right. I feel like the only perspective that we have to look at it from is of two people who have analysed this show in rigorous detail for many years and, like, the unique kind of, like, mental illness that we both have <laughs> of, like, you know, whenever we see, like, a poster... Whenever I... Whenever I you probably don't know this, but whenever I walk around on my uh, government allotted walk and I see like a poster for The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or whatever, I take a picture of myself with it and it is the highlight of my day every time. But I can only imagine that is maybe not your exact uh, reaction to to this. How did you find out that this person that you had dated was going to be The Bachelor?
2: Yeah, it was actually a really interesting one and probably one that I would have liked to kept under wraps um, but quickly spread a little bit like wildfire. So a good friend of mine that I work with, I actually had mentioned to her previously when we were starting kind of to go on a couple of dates um, that I was kind of seeing and speaking to this guy. And of course, girls being girls, you know, showing photos and kind of the whole Instagram um, profile. Uh, Anyway, the day I was actually in work in a really big meeting um, and she sent me an email and the subject heading was, are you the next bachelorette? Oh my god. What? What are you talking about? So I opened it and no word of a lie. I don't think the colour out of my face drained quicker and I couldn't speak in the meeting. I had to hand it over to somebody else. I was so mortified. Um and yeah, so it got around the office pretty quickly.
1: Oh my goodness. Wow. Uh, Yeah. Here's how this is going to work because I think that I mean, this is a, a level of detail that is certainly very compelling, but I don't want to sort of like poke and prod and dance around the details of the past because yuck. And instead, I think Xavier and I are going to use only the six minutes of preview content that we have been shown from this season in order to make some guesses for what might be on the cards for this season so that this experience can be light and not, as you have so gracefully put it, Mortifying.
0: Yeah, I think we want this to be centered around because what we do is talk about the TV show The mm-hmm. Bachelor. And we're less interested in, you know, the the histories of everyone who appears within its circles and that kind of thing. But it would be fun to pontificate <laughs> about what we might see based on what you and maybe you don't know that much, you know. I've dated people a couple of times, and then you know nobody. <laughs> I haven't been invited to partake in an interview.
2: It's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a different one. This one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, yeah. and so what we'll do is we might put some things to you, uh, and you can confirm or deny or offer a simple no comment at your discretion and to the level of detail that you so choose. As we preview the Bachelor Australia season nine, how does that sound?
2: That sounds good. And just to clarify, no calling a friend, there's nothing, it's not a Okay, yeah, okay, there are no lifelines. You can,
1: if you want to do a 50 50, (laughs) we can put
0: one on the table. Okay, cool. Yeah, I will. I mean, I kind of feel like I have to say we would allow you hypothetically to call Jimmy if you (laughs) want to, but again,
1: I don't know how likely
0: it is.
2: I mean, I'm pretty sure I still have his number, so I mean, Mm. that could be a possibility, but no, let's leave him out of this one. I
1: think that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, look, I think there's one really obvious place to start. Are you ready?
2: I am so ready.
1: Okay, we'll start with the gigantic fucking crane that that woman arrives in. Obviously, what happens with this woman? Lily is her name. She arrives at the cocktail party by way of industrial machinery, the big crane, and from everything that we can see, Jiminy Crickleson adores this. (laughs) Can't get enough. Uh, My question to you, Lucy, in the time that you spent together... Would you say that Jimmy ever expressed a desire for you to own or operate any heavy machinery?
2: I mean, that's a really, look, starting out with a big swing there, aren't you? Um,
0: <laughs> we are trying to get yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately,
2: really... no. I mean, mm. I can't say he did.
0: Mm -hmm. Maybe because I
2: didn't offer it up. I probably could have done it as like a surprise element, but unfortunately I don't Mm -hmm. have the um, producers on my side. Right, okay. At that time. So, yeah, um, no, no desire.
1: No desire. Okay. So that is, um, I mean, what do you think that that says about uh, his growth as a human being in the time since you were together? Right. I
0: can only assume that he has changed by the experience of, you know, going on a few dates with you that, you know, it, it changed his outlook. But, you know, you can speak to that. I like,
2: maybe I just cultured him into, you mm. know, in the crane world. I don't know mm. construction.
0: He's got a more open mind now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, I should note Lucy is wearing a hard hat.
2: Yeah, protection first. <laughs> mm.
1: uh, yeah, look, uh, the the sudden infatuation with a part woman, part crane, is is a deeply fascinating subject to me, and I can't wait to find out a lot more about it, there's also a lot to be made of this man's proficiency behind the wheel of various transportations, okay? In one of the previews, we see him doing a boat. This is arguably the main thing about him, I would say, at this point, Uh, right? He does a jet ski. There was some helicopter action at some point, and then obviously also he does the plane. And I wanted to flag, in one of the voiceovers, the voice goes, Jimmy might be. The most romantic bachelor we've ever had. And so, Lucy, my question to you, and you can feel free here to speak on behalf of uh, Womankind if you would like to as well. I'm happy to <laughs> grant that, that permission to you. To what extent do you think the ability to pilot an automobile it, it equates to extreme romance? Do you see those things
2: as similar? I mean, look, I think it can be romantic. I probably mm. wouldn't put them in the same bucket, but mm-hmm. I mean, other people could, so I'm not going to speak on behalf of everybody, but mm. definitely in my book. Wise. Yeah, I think mm. they play a lot on the romantic side of it and in all honesty, getting behind a plane or a jet ski or I guess any of, you know, even the motorcycle, I still think that's more thrilling than anything. I mean, it mm. definitely will get the blood mm. pumping, that's for mm-hmm. sure, that romantic... Mm-hmm. Not really.
1: Very hard to say. Mm.
0: Bachelor loves doing those types of things. And it it comes, you know, probably once an episode for the entire duration of the show. Um, But I'm curious, because there is so much focus on the airplane stuff, um, particularly as that has been less of a possibility over the last uh, 18 months or whatever. Um, Were planes a big part of his day-to-day life when you knew him?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think every time we spoke, he was either flying or flying with his dad. Um, Well, shouldn't
0: he, sorry to interrupt, but shouldn't he have been on airplane mode at that time?
2: I mean, that's a really good point. I'm hoping it was after. I'm (laughs) assuming it was after. Um, Just text message back and forth. I mean, Mm. good shout Mm -hmm. there. Um, But yeah, so it was definitely um, always kind of part of the conversation as well. So yeah, it was definitely...
0: Were you at any point required? Well, no, I shouldn't say required, but was there interest raised
1: in you learning semaphore? I don't even know what that is. I
2: was going to be like, I was hoping somebody would <laughs> jump in there, Max, because I was what like, a- I don't know what that is. What semaphore- is
0: that? Semaphore is that language uh, that they do with like holding up flags when a plane is landing. Oh my God. And like each position of your hands with the flags represents a different letter. mm
2: I mean, now definitely, like I should right. have, I should have put my hand up for that. Um, mm-hmm. I probably would have gone more like the air hostess way rather than mm-hmm. that. But sure. you know, sure. I'm more for the thrills, so yeah, I would, have, I should yep. have learned that. What is the word?
0: Oh, semaphore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You'll know
1: for next time. <laughs> yeah.
2: Next time I, I see a pilot, I'll, I'll remember that. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. look, listeners, our exits uh, for this line of questioning are here and uh, right here. <laughs> If you could speak in terms of percentages, uh, how much of the show's characterization of Jimmy do you expect uh, will focus on his ability to pilot a vehicle? Would you say greater than fifty percent?
2: Yeah, definitely. I was almost okay. going to be like, at least, I mean, a good ninety, a solid ninety percent. Mm. Yeah.
1: I mean, if if what we've seen up until now is anything to judge by, then I think you're definitely right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know this to be true about the characterization of. Uh, bachelor's generally that we have one core tenet and we focus on it last year uh, Lockie's characterization was largely focused around capital G capital O going outside Uh, to what extent? Matt Agnew in the previous year was focused on
0: like not going outside I guess being like a nerd and like I guess Jimmy is like somewhere in between where he goes outside but he's still in another thing
2: Yeah, they've done a nice mesh there. Right.
0: Satisfying both core audiences.
2: (laughs) Bringing it together. It's more of a community feel, yeah.
0: This is going to be the most successful season of this
1: show in history. Mm. To what extent do you believe that the woman who ends up with this man through the show, we know that he finds love, uh, will be required to have a keen interest in aviation and or water sports?
2: I think she has to have some interest. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know he... Obviously, grew up around the northern beaches, so I think that's definitely part of his lifestyle. He's a um, clubby, so that's also part of it as well. So he's always. Oh, what of, sorry? What a is clubby. a clubby? Oh, here we go. I can teach you something. This is exciting. Yes, please,
1: please.
2: <laughs> um, so clubby is just like a surf lifesaver.
1: Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So um, I know he's a clubby, so that's. Yeah, I think that. I think that's probably something. I don't know too much about the aviation. I think he probably wants to own that space more. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, and look. At the end of the day, I don't think, unless you have a complete fear of flying, which would be very unfortunate, Mm. um, then, yeah, I think it's just more the thrill of being able to hop into a plane with him, not actually, Mm. yeah, having to do anything else. No no signalling or anything like that.
0: I want to say I can almost guarantee, based on what we know about how this show works, that somebody has been cast because of their fear, fear of flying. Like, there is someone who on night one you'll be like i don't get this person doesn't really feel like they fit in and it will be because like you know three weeks in they'll be like i'm gonna take you for a spin in my little spitfire i don't know what it playing (laughs) is Uh (laughs) and then and then she will go oh no i guess a spitfire is i killed my i don't know (laughs) she'll be scared I shouldn't have picked a military plane for my analogy.
2: I was wondering where that was going.
0: (laughs) Me too. Goodness. Oh, no, an Airbus A380 or whatever (laughs) ran
2: over my grandfather.
1: (laughs) What? Oh, dear.
2: Which exit did you say? Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look, uh, the life jacket is located under your seat. So Thank you. yeah, For when my bit is <laughs> failing. Great. <laughs> <laughs> there is a woman uh, on this season whose occupation appears to be flight attendant. Uh, how do you feel about dating someone who works in the same industry?
2: I probably wouldn't want it, actually, to mm. be fair. I think something to have, like, on your own is quite nice. And then also when you... I guess coming home at the end of the day, you want to speak about like different things as well. Um, it's obviously nice to have something in common, but I think you can find that outside of the workplace. So mm. um, I don't know. I don't know how much you would have to talk about really.
1: That's kind of it. Yeah. I mean, there's so much that we've learned through these previews as well. Uh, the giant chess is another thing that, that we saw. Um, we see a, a woman named Jay invite Jimmy to play uh a game of giant chess during the preview Xavier, when you think of giant chess what do you think of i mean it makes me think of
0: uh when i (laughs) was i told you i'd be able to think of a funny joke for this and i didn't you sure Uh, did yeah uh it makes me think of uh when i rented out a cinema to watch queen's gambit on the big screen lord
1: Right, I don't know. Very bad. If we were to extend hmm. the metaphor, uh, if if you were to choose Lucy, would you say that we can expect Jimmy to behave more like a king this season, or oh. more like a? You can do it. Pawn.
2: I mean, I don't even. I've got. I'm blushing. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, look. I think he's a gentleman. Um. So. I do hope that the girls get to see that side of him being a king. And obviously, mm-hmm. you know, I hope that one of them does end up with him being, you know, kind of that metaphor of a king. Um, I think what came to mind though, when I saw that chess was in Harry Potter.
1: Me you know, too. Isn't that yes. <laughs> oh,
2: and I could just imagine all the bachelorettes on the yeah, and moving. It's probably a bit gruesome though. Cause they don't, they get cut down.
1: Yeah. I think Ron almost dies.
2: Yeah.
1: Doesn't Ron he sacrifices himself, if I remember right. That's it. Mm. Yes. So someone is going to have to sacrifice themselves for someone else to succeed on this season. And mm. I kind of like that. That's um that's hot. Do that, you know what? I said we weren't here for goss. That's hot guys <laughs> to look forward to this There's season. There's gonna be like a what, eleven year old ginger boy who's gonna die <laughs> on night one. Yeah, look, um there was uh there was a ginger woman uh, on night one last year who certainly oh, made true. a splash. She yeah. definitely sacrificed herself. She sure did.
2: You know what? I'm proud of being a ranger. I will be a ranger until the day I die. We are more striking than any other human this that walks this earth. Don't have our blue eyes or, brown, or our green eyes. That literally can stop traffic. You sure as shit don't have our hair.
1: And to what extent do you think that it matters to Jimmy that uh, a woman have a giant chest? In the first place,
2: <laughs> again blushing. I don't know. Was that? Did I hear that correctly? I, it, was ch- chess, chess, it was chess. It was it was chess, chess. It
1: was it was chess. Yeah, yeah. We're speaking strictly okay, yeah. in terms of the board game. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're talking about course, yeah, yeah, the king's game. It's a strategic. Uh, you know, yeah, dates yeah. back to uh,
0: prehistoric. It doesn't <laughs> <No>. <laughs> prehistoric. <laughs>
2: I don't know if it's that important. From memory, though, I do actually believe he had a chessboard in his house. Oh, um, really? I don't know if it's his or his housemate, so I can't mm-hmm. confirm.
1: Can we get a little bit of a decor vibe? Is he a mid-century modern man?
2: Oh, that's very... Oh, okay. No, I think... Oh, actually, no. You're right. He is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It actually looked really nice. Like It was very much a surfy. You can tell he grew up in the northern beaches, for sure. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah, very like clean.
1: Okay, all right, good experience for you uh, with the decor. That's important, and thank you for uh, for flagging with us because we don't want to be making any presumptions based on the quality of a man's interior uh, decoration. But look, we've got some we've got some foregrounding here. This is important. Now, the final thing that we have uh, in fact prepared for you today, Lucy, is a collection of statements that we have cribbed together from the women in the preview videos. Now. I'd like to call this segment, and and I'm going to read you the things that these women have said about The Bachelor during the season, and it's up to you to say, can relate, can't relate, or if you would like, no comment. How do you feel about this?
2: Sounds good, yeah.
1: Yeah? Just want to judge the commonality of the experience as we dive in here. The first one, can relate, can't relate, no comment. He's such a gentleman.
2: Can relate.
1: Can relate. Okay, mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Uh, in which way? I think you, you said that yourself even, yeah.
2: I think it's hard because you quantify it so differently, people. I just think it's more the way he speaks. Um, he's really polite. I think the best way I can probably describe it is, you know, even ordering a coffee, saying, like, please and thank you, something like mm-hmm. that is really nice. Yeah. Um, kind of letting you lead the way if you're on a footpath or opening a door. Um. But also just just being really nice and listening, being attentive. Um, I think there's just so much that comes into it. But I think, yeah, I could definitely define him as a gentleman.
1: Well, this is very positive for us. This is an exciting development in what we have to look forward to this season. Statement number two, can relate, can't relate, no comment. I don't even want to be here right now.
2: (laughs) Oh. Can't relate.
1: Can't relate. Okay. This is positive. There
2: was a bit of hesitation there, wasn't it? Mm-hmm.
0: Max, were you asking about the position of being in proximity with Jimmy
1: or are you asking about being on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Statement number three, he's driving a boat.
2: Can relate. Yeah. So he actually purchased a dinghy um and did it up. So maybe Ooh. a boat is a bit of a um you know, uh, an extension of that. But, yeah, so he's quite handy. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, can relate.
0: I kind of love that just in terms of, like, I don't know if you've observed this, but over our years of watching this show, we have noticed that the boat lifestyle is a huge, huge part of being a bachelor or a bachelorette and mm. just going on boat dates several times a season. So this is a person who is
1: serious about boating. Which bodes very well. It boats very well? (laughs) Yeah. Good. Uh, All right. Statement number four. This is quite a good little wine bar.
2: Can't relate. (laughs) I can't relate. No. Yeah.
1: All right. Okay. Look, let's let that linger. Listeners, uh, let your curiosity bubble as it relates to that statement This is quite a good little wine bar. Uh, Statement number five, this is so small. Statement number six, ladies and gentlemen, welcome on board Bachelor Airways Flight 2021. Destination, true love.
2: Ali cannot relate. Cannot
1: relate. Mm. Don't need to elaborate. But Lucy, look, this has been so fun. Um, oh, wait, I have one. Xavi, <laughs> have, have you one. got one? Okay.
0: Yeah, I have. There was <laughs> one I thought you were building to. No. Nope. Which is, uh, one of the women says, "This guy's like Superman. Like, there's nothing he can't do. He's driving a boat. He's flying a plane. Like, who is this guy?"
2: Can relate. Can relate. can relate. Really? Yeah. I've, I've never met somebody so good at so many different things in terms mm. of, like, was by, like building a motorcycle, building a boat, can drive, you know, um, is it drive a plane, fly a plane? Fly wow. a plane? <laughs> Who can yeah. say? Ride I'm still flustered bit. over that other question and just <laughs> can't put it all together. Um, so, yeah, yeah, can relate, definitely.
0: I guess I was wondering because there's this, like, is it a boat, is it a plane, is this Superman? <laughs> Did you ever see Jimmy without his trademark black-rimmed glasses on?
2: I thought you were going to say without his top off, and I was like, that's (laughs) a given I think the whole of Australia has now. Mm, mm. Um, Yes, I did, actually.
1: Mm -hmm. And what are the eyes like?
2: They're actually really nice. He's got Mm -hmm. really beautiful eyes, very genuine and soft as well. Do you know,
1: you are giving me a lot of uh, warmth and, and confidence about this season, and that's lovely. Me too, yeah.
2: Oh, good. I'm glad. No, I really wish the best for him. I think he's such a great guy and I think anyone that ends up with him will be very lucky. Yeah. I think it's just going to be a really good season. How
0: Are you nice. going to watch or is that, do you feel weird about
2: it? No, definitely I'm watching. I, I will be on all the sporting bets that I can. <laughs> 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 if anything, I want to make some money out of this. I mean, if that's, oh, yeah, what, for if that's sure. what the universe is going to throw at me, then bring it on. No, there's already some um, sweepstakes um, in my group of friends. We've already gone through the WhatsApp. It's, it's a busy, I'm, I'm very excited, you know, down mm. in lockdown <laughs> at the moment and very excited for um, just some entertainment.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I
0: know the feeling.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the group chats are popping off here on the BOH pod. Lucy, I want to say thank you so much for joining us. I, this has been really fun uh, and I hope a pleasant experience for you.
2: Yes, very much so. Thank you. I mean, you've made me blush a couple times, but mm-hmm. um, that's okay. I mean, I'll, yeah, look forward to uh, watching the season.
1: Yeah, look, us too. And look, maybe we'll check in with you along the way and uh, make sure that you are holding up okay. Yes, thank you. Yeah,
0: true. Thanks so much. Well.
1: Well.
0: Do we normally say well at the same time? Because we sync that up, but I'm (laughs) like, I don't (laughs) actually remember if that (laughs) happens. (laughs) I don't hate it. I don't know when. I'd be curious to go back through this, this, you know, many thousands of episodes of our show and find out when Mm. we started doing the hello at the same time. Because, like, I don't think that was there from day
1: one. Definitely not. No, that happened uh, around the same time as we started syncing up with Buller. And then oh, I think we continued into sense, Hello. God, I miss saying Buller. Yeah.
0: hope we get to say Buller again sometime soon. Me
1: too. Let's get sponsored by that, like, ice cream dairy product brand. This is good. Do you know what? Mm-hmm. If you love frozen yogurt, have we got a sponsor for us? Not yet. But not we're quite. working on it. Hey, uh, we uh, have had such a nice time here today on the BOH Pod. It's a really fun episode. Look, uh, there was some
0: speculation about whether or not we would be able to squeeze in another one. And I was like, we got it. There's too much crucial, vital, important stuff.
1: Hey, if the cast drops before now and Wednesday, I'm hoping to squeeze in yet (laughs) another. Don't (laughs) you worry. Why
0: not? not? Uh, Let's see how we go. Oh, God, that will be interesting. Um, we may put out an episode like on the day of the first. yeah, well, you'll hear you'll hear from us soon. you will know when you open your podcast feed, or the absolute best way to find out mm. what's going on is because sometimes I'll post, <laughs> and that's how I talk to Matt, yep, you know, yep. Sometimes I will go to the Bachelor of Hearts Osh posting group on Facebook, yep, or to our Twitter or Instagram feeds at b o h pod. And I will dangle the prospect of an episode in front of my friend Max Quinn uh until he is forced to comply. <laughs> sit down and Sometimes front of the I'll night. see it and sometimes I won't. No, that's fair enough. Um, but you stand a pretty good chance. Uh because like me, Max Quinn actually mm. did come here to make friends. This is true. We man. love a the parasocial relationship. It. We love uh an unhealthy mm-hmm. amount of closeness with people that we yep. may never meet.
1: Uh, parent child relationship. Oh yeah. Maybe One of the best. you know. Uh, what do you call that when a barnacle attaches to the side of the boat? Oh, you're talking about a symbiotic relationship.
0: Yeah, because look, we the love boat them. Is giving back hugely and benefiting <laughs> a lot from
1: the <laughs> barnacle. Yeah, look, it's getting the density that it requires in order to be a boat. We've learned a lot about boats, <laughs> listeners, over the time that we have done this pod. And look, if you want to learn a lot about mm-hmm. boats as well, here's what you got to do. Zavi just mentioned it. Stop on by the Bachelor of Hearts Osh posting group on facebook no one uses it anymore unless you're my aunt and you want to talk about not getting vaccinated <sighs> in which case woo, big mistake otherwise look uh here what you do is you pop into the bachelor of Heart, hearts with well, that's the name of the pod the bachelor of hearts Osh posting group here on the platform of online facebook.
0: On, on the web online
1: on the, web. On the platform of www yeah. And uh, you say hello, and we say hello, <laughs> okay. and we all have a yes, very nice yeah, time. It's going to be quite good. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: And with that, um, I wish you all the very best. Mm. And Is there anyone you to shout out to? Oh, now that you mention it, I would love hmm. to send a big shout out to all the Zave heads, each and every
1: one. There he goes. There he goes.
0: He yeah. knows. Bless you all. May you all have sweet dreams. Uh, please be safe and healthy. Look after your loved ones. And uh, mm. and hey, look out to yourself. You deserve it. You've earned a break. Listeners, get vaccinated, please, if you can. You you can, I think. Well, I don't I know where you, can. you are, but just you know, do your research. Do your research is a thing that anti vaxxers constantly say.
1: Hold on, mm. yep. So, uh, don't do your research. Yeah. Don't Trust do
0: any us research. Instead. We have fucking education. So that's the thing we do and talk about on the show. Very important, topical, good stuff.
1: <laughs> Very medium-educated boys, listeners, we oh, love oh, you Oh, no, no, no,
0: before we end, before we end I need to okay. issue a correction Okay Last week when we were talking about medium I erroneously mm. claimed that it aired on Channel 10 at 8.30pm on Wednesday nights It was 9.30, wasn't I it? I went back and saw a commercial from 2007 that said it was in fact 9.30pm so,
1: After the OC
0: And also Patricia Arquette and David Arquette, brother and sister Are they really? Yep, yep. yep. That is uh, is the corrections department for this uh, this episode. The things you learn. With that said, listeners, we love you. Goodbye! Goodbye!
1: First moment you entered my life.